Welcome to a special presentation by Cosmic Reality Radio. It is January 27th, 2021. I'm Nancy Hopkins. I do an interview talk, just it's not, it's more like two people just talking with uh, Catherine Dando, who has been on with us before. And um, I think you're going to find that she's a reoccurring guest, and we'll do it in these special presentations hour long. Enjoy. Hi, yeah. So my name's Catherine Dando, and um, I I'm a Mepha, like a Mepha health coach. I had a healing practice in Sedona for many years, and uh, did a lot of uh, spiritual healing retreats. And then uh, for a while, I went off grid um, after um, some family issues, and um, I felt it was time to come back out of the closet so I could assist some people in this transition. Um, we're going through a huge paradigm shift and a lot of people are on the verge of awakening or in that awakening process. And if you're in the spiritual community or among the light workers, you assume that everybody knows what you know. We take a lot of information for granted. But if you look around and you step out of your bubble and you listen and you tune in to most people who are in the rat race and the rat wheel of life, they don't know much about the awakening process, about simple things that can make life way easier um, during these uh, times of trial and tribulation. Simple things as grounding, drinking clear water, choosing the foods you eat, choosing the entertainment or the music you listen to, all these little things that we know about and we, most of us, I assume, um, do uh, in, in our day-to-day -day lives and we pay attention to everything we 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 listen to, we look at, um, the people we surround ourselves with, the things we tune into. We're pretty awake and aware in doing so and we, we create segments in throughout the day to make sure that we stay clear and it's clear the clearer we are, uh, the more we are um, we become vessels for life force energy, inspiration, etc. And then we can fulfill our soul purpose and um, live a passionate life. A passionate life no matter where you are and no matter what's going on because we choose to be happy. We choose, to, uh, we choose peace. We choose harmony, uh, even if there's a storm going on. But because you, you choose to go through it and you, you find the silence within it in the eye of the vortex. All these things for us. And when I say us, I know a lot of us, um, probably most people who are listening to your shows um, are like that. But there are so many people around us that need to follow this example. And their suffering can reduce greatly by listening and connecting to people who are used to doing these daily practices. And also for us, because once in a while we fall off the wagon and we need to pick ourselves up again and say, okay, uh, it's important to do our daily meditations and prayers and, you know, do our rituals or whatever it is you do that make you feel better. Sometimes we get caught up in life and get distracted through whatever is going on. So we need to do it for ourselves, be an inspiration for one another, and then ripple it out towards those other people who know very little of these um, tips and tools, I, I, I call them, to stay in alignment and um, to go through whatever comes to you um, with a positive attitude of gratitude and, and look at life as whatever life brings or throws at you. It's for you and not to you. And when you go through life with that attitude, it becomes a blessing and it's beautiful no matter what happens. And right now we're all into this collective struggle um, in this uh, going through this paradigm shift and there's a lot of collective fear a lot of collective worry and what i want to do is uh, contribute a tiny bit to even if i touch a few souls you know that can feel better after listening to maybe one word or one phrase that can help them on their path then i'm doing something good and um, i used to do this for many years and i feel i need to do this especially now when there are so many people craving for some good information, some inspiration, a kind word, um, feeling supported. And yeah, that's actually what I want to do. I want to just uh, contribute to um, 
making it easier, whatever we're going through. Okay, that, I mean, it sounds exciting to me. <clears throat> now, you've been, you've got a, a, a YouTube station, and the YouTube station is called Meditation Integration Lib Liberation. Meditation Correct. Integration Liberation. And we'll have the, uh, you know, you'll get the website on the promo or underneath and whatever you're listening to out there. Um, and when you were on the last time, <clears throat> you had just done How to Program Your Water. And I added that to the um, to the end of it. You now have up the age of Aquarius, looking for answers, how to deal with anxiety, third eye activation meditation. And these are all like meditations, correct? Um, some of them are guided meditations and others are a little tips and tools and, you know, gateways to, to, to feeling better. Um, but like, for example, the one I did with the uh, activation or the reactivation of the pineal gland in the third eye has a little bit of explanation of, you know, how to. And then um, uh, after that, I, I guide people through a very powerful um, guided meditation to really help your, uh, the, with the process of decalcification of the pineal gland and to really retrain your third eye to start actively using it because it's like a muscle. A lot of people think, oh, you're so lucky when you can see beyond 3D. Well, uh, or the same thing with a six-pack. You know, if you want a six-pack, you've got to train. You've got to train, train, train every day consistently and diligently, and eventually you'll get that six-pack if you keep on going at it. But eventually then once you get it, you've got to keep on training and maintaining it. It's the same thing. It's like a muscle. So if you do your daily practices in meditation and focus and set that intention of using that third eye to be able to foresee certain things that will benefit you, then it will come, whether it's in dream state or clear visions throughout the day or, or during your meditation. So, yeah, I was, it's something that I could share with people who are not used to doing that, and they can try it, step out, find out, and see uh, if it works for them. If they do it consistently for, you know, a few weeks, uh, it, it shifts uh, a great deal. Now that we've got you on the show, who would you, who do you think you're going to be talking to? Who do you talk to when you make up your your videos what 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 do you see as being the person that's going to you know most benefit or be inclined to 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 go the route you're at you're you're, you're presenting for them what kind of person i, I think uh, it will be a variety because people who are already used to meditating and like uh, guided meditations for sure that is a target uh, those people uh, enjoy different guided meditations from different people. And if you resonate with my voice and with my way, then that may be something for you. Uh, other people who are new to all this and they just want to try. And it, it all depends on your frequency. If your frequency matches with the vibration I'm sending out, then it will be a hit for you and you will enjoy it and it will benefit you. And maybe some people will feel repulsed and that's okay too. If it's not a match, an energetic match then by all means skip and go <laughs> to the next frequency um, like vibrations attract so I'm just rippling out what I feel and for me I'm also talking to myself because whenever I do a guided meditation or I speak about a certain uh, topic that I'm passionate about or I feel is um, something that is worth sharing in the moment I am also talking to myself because we are all connected uh, if you understand oneness so it's also a reminder for myself to uh, stick to the program so I, I commit to it to bring uh, about one video a week do a guided meditation so I set that time aside uh, for meditation for contemplation to to share whatever comes through me in that moment and um, so it's it's there for anyone that will be attracted to it and I just send it out and I let it go let go and let God. <laughs> I do like that. Um, you know, the, the the concept of talking to yourself is so critical. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even remember how what we were talking about on an earlier show, but I've talked to myself all my life because, well, I'm seventy what one or two I forget what I am, um, but. <laughs> 
when when I was growing up, it was not. I grew up as an oldest kid of ten, so you didn't have that adult supervision really. You know, mm-hmm. we were we were a neighborhood of kids, and every mother would make sure that they, if the crowd was on their yard, they'd you know be watching them. So nobody was really telling us how to think. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was later later in life that you know I start hearing this. Oh, don't talk to yourself. People think you're crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I grew up talking to myself. So my best friend is myself. Right. You know, I, I mean, totally because you go through life, the only person that's going to know every thought you have is yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you won't have the dialogue with yourself, how the hell do you know who you are and what you're thinking? Yes, and, I and, love it. And with all the, the technical crap that they've got out there, people can go all day long without having one little conversation with themselves. Correct. Yeah, and also because of the programming. And it's a shame because if you look at little kids, they're innocent. They're still fresh, closer to source. And they do that all the time. They talk to themselves. They check in with themselves. um, They talk to people the way they feel. They don't chew on it before they spit it out. They're very spontaneous. And then they teach us, unfortunately, to stop the spontaneity and to not talk to yourself and to not even... That may come out strange, but touch yourself. Like a child, uh, sometimes you will see children hug themselves or, you know, hold their own hand because it comforts them. And if you would do that as an adult, people would look very strangely at you. But all these things are important. We have to be our own best friend and our own lover and our own mother and our own father and our own inner child. And if you become your own family and you are okay with yourself, just the way you are with your pros and your cons, that's integration and it's so important because it's only then i always say it's something that one of my greatest teachers taught me and i will be forever grateful he always said whatever comes to you must come out of you first and i had to chew on that because some things that come into our reality are so dark and so unpleasant that you really think you stop and think of that thing and you're like, how can how can this come out of me? How is this coming from me? It's not possible. This is too much. But then if you start chewing on it and you really let it marinate, you see that there is some vibrational connection in there that makes it true. So if you're completely at peace with yourself, with the two sides of the polarity integrated within your core, then you are most likely to be at peace with whatever goes around you and what comes into your reality, whether it is a story that somebody tells you about someone or it's really happening uh, in front of your nose. You, you, you start transmuting the judgment um, and you step out of the drama way easier. So I do believe it is essential to love oneself entirely, completely, wholly, um, without judgment. And that doesn't mean putting our sand in the head, uh, our heads in the sand, sorry, and, and pretending everything is la la land. No, we all have our flaws, but we've got to embrace them so we can uh, integrate them and then eventually improve them, I guess. Now, when you go through uh, your day, do you actually talk to yourself? I mean, are, are you one of those? Okay. Okay, because I talk to myself all day long. I'll say, well, that was a stupid thing to do. Or, whoa, nice. You know, I mean, I live by myself. I wasn't talking to myself. Who the heck would be listening to me, right? You know, that sort of thing. I talk to myself all day, and I consult myself. I'm like, I really talk to myself, like, would this be a good move? Is this a good idea? You know, should I do this? Should I do that? And I talk back to myself. Um, Sometimes mentally, sometimes verbally, out loud. And sometimes I crack up you know, of voicing my thoughts. And I think uh, self, like, uh, I don't know what's it called in English, self-humor, like you humor yourself, but you, you're laughing at your own jokes. It's hilarious. Nobody's laughing at my jokes. And then my son says, Mom, you're not funny. Not at all, please. Nobody laughs at your jokes. And it's like, it's okay, because I can laugh at them. And that's more than enough for me. And then I crack up and then he looks at me and he goes, oh, my gosh. But I do believe it's important. And you know what? When we talk to ourselves, it's also a beautiful mirror because a lot of people say really bad things about themselves when they speak out loud about themselves. 
like just what you just said, oh my God, this was so stupid or da 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 da. And they're like, um, they're saying the opposite of what you want to manifest. And this goes a little bit with the law of attraction. When I catch myself thinking a thought that is not in alignment with what I want, or I catch myself saying something like I am dot, dot, dot. And when that dot, dot, dot is filled with something negative, I try to switch it around and I tell a new story because if you want to change your life, you've got to change your story. So I'm like, uh, no, I am. Maybe I did not make the right decision or I could have made a better one right now. But you know what? Great. This was not a mistake. This was an experience. And now I'm going to shift this around and I learned it. Thank God I'm moving on and I'm not where I want to be yet. But thank God I'm not where I used to be. And this way I talk to myself also as a like Louise Hay used to say, you know, all these um, the self-talk, this positive self-talk, uplifting yourself and gearing yourself in the right direction. So I think it's 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 crucial. We should do it all. All of us, we should do it. Talk to ourselves in a good way. You know, you just mentioned Louise, and we've got so many people that are new to any of this. Would you just give a brief mm, description of? who she was and what she was teaching us because it was so critical what she taught and she's she's passed over who I don't know at least a decade ago yeah I met her just before she died actually like a, a year or something oh, before wow. she died wow, wow, London. Wow. and she's a beautiful woman uh, with a huge heart very kind and very bold very uh, straightforward I like that about her and she was all about affirmations you know, what we're talking about. She wrote beautiful books about it. The importance of the words you use because words create, it's energy, it's frequency you're uttering through your lips, through your vocal cords, and whatever you say is going to manifest, especially if the emotion attached and the frequency attached to it is strong. So she uh, tried to teach people the importance of this and how to use this as a tool to improve your life, to improve your frequency by uttering the right words with the right intonation the right um voice even and and really being very specific in the choice of your words words create words have power and and she did a really amazing job on that um it was a beautiful woman yeah i learned a lot just by just by sitting in her presence um because most of the things she speaks about or spoke about in her um presentations where most of it, like, you could find them in her books, but just being in her presence was very uplifting, very inspiring. She had a very nice uh, energy field around her. Yeah. Wonderful woman. Okay, for the people that are just going to hear audio, what's the title of her books? Oh, good question. Um, how to heal? I don't, I'll have to look that up. I don't Well, remember. we know that you can find them if you use Louise Hayes, H-A-Y... Is Louise it? Hay. She had a whole bunch, a whole list of amazing books, but it's all about, you know, empowering yourself through the word, the choice of word and the frequency that goes with it, because it's it's very interesting when and we spoke about that when we were talking about programming the water. If I tell someone I love you and I don't really mean it, it's not as strong as when I say I love you and I truly mean it and feel it from the core of my heart. And that's what it's all about. It's like say what you mean and mean what you say. Um, yeah, so Louise Hay, and um, I've had people that really studied her, and she was mm -hmm. able to, to to link certain physical problems that you're having with certain. She she would give um, affirmations. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. yes, to to overcome to to, to because yep. the voice was acting like a a frequency. Of the, the say again. I'm sorry. Medicine. Yeah, the voice would be used as medicine by choosing the words, and then, as I said, you know, using a certain frequency while you're saying it, and really feeling what it is you're expressing towards yourself or others or a situation or something. It's beautiful, but it only works when you really feel it. When it is, it, when it's not just a word, you know, a few letters um, stuck together. It has to go along with creating the, the, the vibration through emotion. And then it's, it's fast. It works really, really very well. I like that. Vibration is the medicine. And the, mm -hmm. it's the words. It's the, it's the, 
because when you talk, it's a vibration, and that's the it's medicine. Just... Well, you know the yeah. Russians they um, they looked at DNA and they looked at the uh, over here in the in the West they were looking at well they claim you know what they're telling us they're looking at ten percent of the DNA that seems to have a purpose, and they were calling ninety percent of it junk. Well, right there, you gotta, you know, think this is a this is a crazy ass explanation. <laughs> but the Russians really focused on the ninety percent. What's the junks? Why 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 do we have all these other strands and stuff? And they were able to determine that the DNA in our our system is equivalent to a biological internet, wow. which which mm-hmm. is a fascinating kind of concept. And that they were able, through experiments, to realize that the most potent change of DNA, DNA change, is the human voice. Uh, yeah. the, the power of sound is beyond comprehension. Just in, even the sounds that we're not aware of, because there are sounds we can hear and there are sounds we cannot, and still they have an effect on us. So even they've done tests. I don't know exactly the name of the professor, but I read a book once. I think he was in Czechoslovakia or something. And he said, when you whisper something, and you cannot hear it with the naked ear, but when you just whisper something to someone, and they do this also with you know uh, witchcraft and all that, and you whisper it over and over again, and even if that person does not hear what you're saying, but you do it with the intention of love or healing or anything that is really high vibrational or beneficial, that frequency reaches that person. Of course, always connect with the higher self and, you know, for the highest good of all and all that. But when you do that, it, it's, it's amazing, the ripple effect, and they can, they can see that energy field created, and it reaches, and, and distance doesn't matter. You could do it overseas, so whenever we pray for someone or whenever we really, um, it's like casting a spell, but in the good way, when we are, uttering these words, uttering this frequency, heart-based, love-based, even if it's for someone on the other side of the planet, it reaches them. It's, it's a powerful tool we all possess, and we should use it more often, I believe. It's, it's a very powerful thing. A lot of people who, who are on the bus or waiting somewhere, they're like bored, they pick up their phone and they start going through hogwash on social media. Instead of, for example, imagine if everybody uses that time to very focused um, with laser focus set an intention for some part of the world or some person or a group of people sending them love and healing and 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 abundance and light and anything that is beneficial imagine how the world would change if we would all do that isn't that nice that thought yeah just don't turn on turn on the computer or the telephone be with yourself and we've got to give people the the you know the the permission to do that because society wants you not to think at all well yeah. a certain aspect of society and we really have to formulate the concept of thinking being power it's not just yeah. the idea of thinking to come into an understanding of who i am and what i'm capable of because if mm-hmm. if, if people if people really can consider themselves their own best friend if they mm-hmm. take the time to say, why why do I want to do this? Instead of mm-hmm. just doing it without anything in your head as to why. Mm-hmm. You begin to take control. Right. And this concept of people, they, go, they can't get into a car without having a phone in their ear. I remember it's... a time where they didn't have phones and people would love to be in that drive home. Not because because they were alone for the only time of the day. They'd get home, their kids are there. They go, the boss is there. But those now everybody's got a phone in their head. They never. No, have and the, you know, excuse me. For example, the kids. The other day, I I we drove past a bus stop, and there was a whole bunch of kids and women and men and all kinds of ages, but quite young uh, crowd, and it was so shocking to see that everyone and i'm talking about like 30 35 people standing there waiting for the bus and nobody interacts with anyone everybody's looking at their phone 
everyone on the phone. Imagine if you take the phones away, people could have a conversation, get to know each other, because a lot of these people travel on the same bus every day of the week, year after year, and nobody knows each other, nobody talks to one another, nobody, you know, connects, and that's really a shame. The kids connect through these social media apps and their games, but they don't know their last names, they don't know their favorite ice cream, they don't have real conversations if it's not game connected, and that is... It's dreadful because imagine what that will cause in the long term. There's no more social heart interaction. It's, it makes me weep when I see that. Well, you know, even more important than, than you know, what it, what it, well, think of it. Okay, radio. When I got into radio, um, I was just doing it, you know, just like, oh. But when I got my own station, now I'm in a totally different kind of mind trip. Because by then, I realized that the real power of the radio isn't how many people listen to it from their ears. It's how many times you do it and program the superconsciousness of humanity. Amen. <laughs> now, you know, so, so now, you know, you got people, and that's what I say. It's not important even what we say. It's important that we say it that we have these conversations because every time we have these conversations it's like programming a, a you know you got a computer a universal computer up there and you're pro programming in information that the computer can now use and everybody who is using that chat room computer can access the information but if you're not doing it there's nothing there and that's what scares me is that we got people so essentially brain dead in that they're not putting out any you know what if how is it how who am i what you know those kind of questions your super consciousness just has got nothing in it gonna the emotional bodies are dying the creativity is dying off and yeah. that is a shame because that is the thing of humanity the beautiful the art of living, the creativity flowering since you are a child, you know, developing and, and going as wide as you can and, and exploring those realms. Um, if, if, if you get hooked on those things, then that prevents this from happening. And that is, yeah, that's a shame. Well, I know, pray for all kids that they will somehow, that something happens, that they will awaken to that opportunity to live fully because that's what we want to do. When I was a kid, uh, I had a paper route. Now, my mother, God bless her, she had the 10 kids, so she, she would take us to the library every week to make sure that we had books to read so she could say, go read your book. <laughs> you know? But she forced us into to, uh, an environment where we had easy access to all sorts of books, you know, in the library. And when I got this paper route, I was about 10 years old. Well, I guess I was a little, yeah, about 10 it was like an hour and a half of my time, and I'd get on that bike, and I'd go, and I'd drop a paper, you know, and it was not too many papers, but it was an hour and a half to do this whole thing. So during that hour and a half, I started to make up stories. Okay. All right? Daydream. Well, daydreaming. Yeah, imagining. Well, it wasn't even daydreaming. It was stories. You know, well, let's see. We'll get this character, and I'd make up characters in my head, and I'd put them together in stories, fictional stories. And I'd do, you know, the next day I'd go where the story started up again. Think of how well I was able to exercise my brain in creative thinking, in imagination. Right. And if mm -hmm. I had been spending that hour and a half every day for three or four years on listening to social media, what would my brain been, have been then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, and the, the key word, what you said, imagination Imagination is so important. It is the key to creation. If you can't imagine it, it can't come to fruition. And therefore, it's important to test that those boundaries. You know, how far can you reach? How far does your imagination reach? And I, I, I notice that when I go into meditation, before I guide a meditation, I just ground, connect, and then whatever comes as a vision, as an inspiration, I get imagery. And then the, the images come to me, and then I weave a story through those imageries. Uh, and after every image that comes down, a thought comes. And then I create a puzzle or, um, yeah, weaving a tapestry. And then it becomes a story. 
and I never know what it's going to be. So it's also a complete uh, piece of art in a certain way. It's, it's, it's being creative with what you get. And you can do that in the kitchen. You can do that with a meditation. People do it with paint or sculptures. You can do it with anything. But that makes life so much more juicy. Well, not only that, but when, when you were just describing that, I, I came to a realization that when, 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 we're, when we're in that state, like when I was making stories up in my head, and it's still today, I mean, I wrote a book, 9-11 Crusade, and it was like every day I'd go in, and it was like I was hearing somebody tell me a story. You know, you don't have, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you're there, the question becomes, where's this information coming from? Why can I make this story up? You know, you get engaged in your own, uh, let's say, giving your, yourself permission and the opportunity to learn about the higher or different or multidimensional being that you are. Yes, yes. I mean, mm -hmm. I, it was like somebody was telling me a story, and it is. It's my, let's say, super, my personal super consciousness. Yeah, your higher self, it's beautiful. You know, you start opening that window and allow that inspiration, information to flow through, and then it gets fun. But if you're not I, giving I yourself the... Not, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. The, 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 the idea is is if you you're get into that creative spirit, place, that place in space, that creative thing, you really kind of feel like out of body. It's a whole different energy field. Mm -hmm. Because you're mm -hmm. interacting with your higher self. If you yeah. never give yourself the permission and the opportunity to do that, mm -hmm. you know, that's why meditation is so popular. Because yeah. what you're trying to do, and you know, a, a few months ago, I you know, we talk about the higher self and we think of the higher self as being something external to ourselves. And I suddenly mm -hmm. realized, no, it's internal. Of course. You know, we are the shell, and that is what the deep the deep recesses of who we are really are. It's inside of us. It's not, we don't have to reach outside. We just yeah, have to access it. Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. And it's wonderful. And that's true what you said, because some people have never experienced this. It's almost impossible to imagine that if you do this daily. But, and I remember this as, as long as I've been on this, planet in this incarnation even as a kid I just the moment I was conscious I think I just had these awarenesses of connecting to my higher self spirit God whatever you want to call it um, but it's very hard for me to imagine not having that in my life it would feel like death but I do I am aware that a lot of people have never experienced what we are describing right now and that is amazing that difference between people who have not experienced that inner dialogue, not the inner dialogue of, is this good, is this bad? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what we're just describing, that connection with your higher self, that your core um, essence, and knowing the difference between when it's your ego, when it's your mind chatter, and when it's your heart, when it's your higher self. That um, Those differences to have the um, awareness what is what and when it happens when it occurs is a blessing and we cannot take that for granted because I know a lot of people have told me that they have no clue what we're talking about they have not experienced it and we can describe it in the nicest ways with the most beautiful poetic words but if you've not tasted the honey you cannot imagine what it tastes like and it's the same thing for this um the spiritual awareness well I, there's a saying you know and I've used it you know it's it's like Oh my God! I just told myself the funniest joke, right? <laughs> now, if you don't know what I'm saying, you know, it's like I I I do. I tell myself jokes all the time. I make fun of myself a lot, you know. Like Nancy, mm -hmm. why would you have done that? You know, think about what you just did. I talk to myself. I catch mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. And most yeah. people, they don't even realize, and, and, and part of this is, comes from the realization that we have external information coming in that we don't even realize is coming in. They muck with the electromagnetic energies, changing oh. your environment 
to cause you to react, and you're not even realizing you are are reacting, and that you're being isolated. Yeah, you know, and that that to me is very crucial. Is that because so many people? I mean, like one of the things. Okay, the first time I was ever really made aware of that they were were in. I knew technologically they could do it, but that they were doing it was in this very area where I live. All of a sudden, everybody came down with the flu. And yet, externally to outside of, of, I don't know, 150 miles maybe, maybe not even that. It wasn't even that. It was like maybe maybe a, a circumference of a, maybe, I would say, 50 miles. Okay? okay, because that was what I was, you know, the people at work were sick. The people, my friend, everybody was sick. And somehow or another, I started looking at the energy because why? There's no reason for everybody to get sick they, you know, at one time. And I mm-hmm. could feel that the energies were different, you know, mm-hmm. that something had happened. And they had essentially put the frequency of flu into the electromagnetic yep. environment we were living in, and everybody felt like they had the flu. Yeah. You know, but that's that- why it's so important. They're doing this more and more and more to higher and more extensive um, uh, degrees. So, therefore, it's so important for all of us, and that is some information that is important for us to spread, that people are aware of these things, that they're happening, and that they can do something about it because the only way to, we can't avoid it, but the only way to counteract this kind of manipulation of the frequency is by connecting to nature. If we know how to ground ourselves and to connect enough with nature, really placing our feet into the core of Mother Earth and, and hugging a tree um, without feeling ridiculous about it, because a lot of people have resistance. Oh my God, I'm, I'm going to ha- hug a tree or hold a, a blade of grass. Yes, by all means, because we are made from nature. This is our, uh, you know, uh, terrestrial mother. We need that yin energy from Pachamama, from Mother Earth. And if if you feel out of whack, the best thing you can do is get as out as fast as you can and go somewhere where you can find a tree and just put your back against it and put your feet, take your shoes off and put your feet in the grass. And really uh, very consciously set that intention of dropping your grounding cord and connect to the mother and ask her for transmutation. Ask her for transforming that negative energy that was blasted into your uh, reality. You know, transmute it, invoke the violet flame. There are so many ways to do that, but we got to protect ourselves. we got to put up our boundaries without living in fear, but... We gotta do those things. We gotta put out this electric shield, I call it, um, so we can go out and about without being bombarded and attacked all the time uh, by those negative, uh, low vibrational frequencies. Well, you know, it's gone beyond like the uh, a, a frequency of flu, because I'll, I, I, don't, I don't even do it anymore. But I was doing it because. Okay, the people like you, you and I, who have been so fortunate to be led down a, a road that kept us connected, let's just say connected, mm-hmm. okay? That we right. know we've got different aspects of ourselves, we can talk to ourselves, and we will get answers that we didn't anticipate. Right. Um, all of that is, is who we are. So if mm-hmm. they send an electromagnetic signal that is got... Uh, an image in it, a whole story, a video for crying out loud of somebody mm-hmm. in an auto accident. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna know that's not us. We're gonna feel a difference, mm-hmm. but most people don't. So all of yeah. a sudden, they're having these really. I mean, because it was happening to me. I'd be falling off to sleep, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Who are these people? I don't even know who these people are." <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like. But I was, I was like I say, trained to feel the changes. Most people, all of a sudden, they're getting these images in their heads that are vile images, and they think it's internal. And that's what I'm really trying to wake people up to, is that they're screwing with your minds through the electromagnetic energies. And you have to realize that if something comes in and it doesn't feel comfortable, it's not yours. But for that to occur, you've got to have the discernment. And that yes. is what lacks in a lot of people. You have to have the discernment. I pray for discernment every day. It's like, God, give me the discernment to, 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 to see left from right, you know, without 
<laughs> um, labeling it differently, but you know what I'm getting at. You, know, I you really do. got to have that uh, knowing deep within you. And we get tricked sometimes, you know, like, hmm, it looks like gold and then it's shit on the inside. Excuse my English, you know, uh, <laughs> or vice versa. But uh, we have to train ourselves and we make mistakes. It's fine. And sometimes, you know, we fall for it. But then you shake it off and you move on. I always ask for discernment and I always do like a, a once or twice like I get something and I really ask my higher self and I ask also my spirit guides and my angels like okay make it clear here okay make it clear and if, especially if it's something hardcore I want to know before I take a, a decision or, or I make a decision or I take action you see so I, I, I really hope um, this is something when people listen to this, they will start focusing on uh, having better discernment uh, on all decisions in life, and especially with what's coming, because a lot of people are being fooled and manipulated by the mainstream media and by even the alternative media. It's very hard to have that discernment what is truth and what is not. The, um, the old adage, trust your gut. Right. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, your body tells you know, I always think that's why it's so important to have a clear, uh, awake body because our body is the best GPS. This is for me a truth that I cannot uh, ignore. My body always tells me whether it's off or on. And when I ignore my body, I usually do the wrong thing. But my body always gives me the confirmation. And I've trained my body like a, like a pendulum, you know. <laughs> can use a pendulum uh, or a rod, but if you can use your body, your body will always tell you. If you teach your body, for example, like give me a, a bloated or an upset stomach or um, make me burp when something's off, you can train your body like that. And you can say, give me a warm, like a warm feeling in my heart or anything that works for you. You know, it's like uh, kinesiology. You train your body, you instruct your body to show you a certain or make you feel a certain way when it's a yes and make you feel a different way when it's a no. And if you train that for a few weeks, first with very easy peasy things that you're already sure of, and then eventually you start picking things that are a little bit harder and then you test it to see if it worked or not. It's a really pretty cool tool. I started doing that with food to teach my body to tell me if that food was good for me or not. And it works like a charm. So if you, you can stretch that out to anything you like. Well, you know, I, I have to point out that I think that your body's training you. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, our, our bodies know it, but we have to be able to understand it, to give ourselves a vocabulary, a learning, uh, how, to how to work with it. You know, so you, you've like, said, look it, I will understand this if you do this. But your body right. knew from the get-go, oh, listen, oh, she's telling us how to do it. Yeah, okay, right. <laughs> oh, yes, exactly. I love it. True. We're just like, hey, I'm not getting it, so make it clear for me. Yeah. <laughs> it, but the, the truth of the matter <laughs> is, is that if you just pay attention... See, the, yeah. the, people go through life and they're not thinking, they're not paying attention to, you know, I mean, how many times have you gone from point A to point B and gone, oh my God, how did I get here so fast? You weren't paying attention, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. and so you, you have to pay attention. And yes, what you're, what you're describing is the way that we train ourselves to focus mm -hmm. on what our body is, is, it knows, it, it knows it. I mean... I have a friend, Walt Silva, and he talks about the lower soul that your mm -hmm. body actually has. And this is the multidimensional beings that we are. Our bodies have their its own soul, its own. That's why your body sometimes is reacting and you're going like, what, what? You know, because your body is, is self-preserving. Right. It's got its own identity. But if you don't know that, then you're not mm -hmm. going to know that Oh my God! I just got the weirdest sensation in my my back. Why? Why am I getting yeah. this? Anything, you know, right? It can be. We don't but know. Come back to knowing thyself. You've got to know your body. You've got to know your emotional body, your mental body, your physical body, and your energy body. It tells you all the time whether you're on or off track. But to be able to do that, we got to quiet our mind. We got to take time and tune in 
you know, connect to ourselves. And then that can occur. But if we're caught up in the rat wheel of life, 24, 24, 7, 7, uh, year in, year out, it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So we're essentially saying that we should um, pay attention to where we're at, pay attention to ourselves, use imagination, do something Mm -hmm. that is either creative, you know, just pick up a pick up a pencil and just start drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just something to, because you, again, this is not just it, you, it, it. It's it's your body and your higher self trying to train you, the three D vessel version of all right. that you are, to mm-hmm. um, become more. Because if you can access all the information your body's always carrying, I mean, one of the things that, that if you really think about it, is pretty damn amazing, is how somebody can take and throw a football, you know, 100 yards down the field, and it lands exactly where it's supposed to. What's that all about? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because... Luck. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, the best example of this was um, uh, 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 this Miami Dolphin quarterback. As he went back to pass the the football, uh, the opponent grabbed his face mask and turned his head. So even though he can't even see the person he's trying to throw it to or even the position on the field, and he's being thrown off, off balance, it was a perfect pass because he could see the result, the ending. Mm-hmm. And his body just compensated for this bizarre position it's in to make that happen. So there's so many things that we have as gifts to ourselves that, to be honest to everybody, the dark side does not want us accessing because this is what they're afraid of, that we will come sure. into understanding that we are very, very, very special beings. Very very special beings yes amen amen to that we are exactly and it's all about wakening up to that understanding and truth and once we start exploring those territories uh, tapping into our own power and then connecting that uh, in a community imagine what we can bring about the sky is the limit and 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 it is work you have to pay attention you have you can't keep getting you got to turn off the television. You've got to take a walk by yourself. You've got to right. realize that every little tiny space you have where you have time for yourself, you should talk to yourself. You've got to oh. tune up, tune in. Exactly. Yep. yep. You know, oh, wow, you know, look at this. I'm having a good time here. Why am I having a good time? Oh, because of this and this and this. Or I'm not having a good time. Gee, I'm not. Because a lot of people are having, not having a good time, but they don't want to think about it. <laughs> They're not even aware of it. They're just, yeah, caught up in the, yeah. I wouldn't say caught up in the moment, because if they were fully present in the moment, they would be aware of it. But, yeah. Well, listen, we got about eight, in, eight more minutes. Um, is there, you know, some kind of a message you, you want to, you know, tell people now or, or just a meditation, a short meditation, or, you know, you want to just bring up another subject that we can talk about? Well, we were talking about the importance of grounding. So okay. I, I do want to, um, uh, maybe we can do this together. Uh, I want to do a very, very brief one that people can use any day at any time. Um, and they don't have to do it out loud. They can just I have a meditation, the first one I put out, which is all about connecting to the mother and uh, synchronizing your frequency with the frequency of Mother Earth. But that, of course, takes longer. But it's just about if if you are feeling out of balance, you just isolate yourself for about five minutes. You can even do it in the bathroom. Of course, preferably if you go outside and, and take your shoes off and plant your feet into Mother Earth. But make sure you don't cross your legs. You don't cross your arms. You sit with a straight back, you close your eyes, and you take a deep breath in through your nose, and you hold your breath for four counts. And then you exhale and you release all your stress, anything that is no longer needed. And you do that breath for three times. And then as you breathe out the third time, 
I invite everyone to try that, to just drop your, your grounding cord. You imagine a very thick rope coming from your tailbone, and it's a very long rope that you're going to drop into the core of Mother Earth. And on the other hand, or on the other side of the rope, you imagine a huge, massive crystal, a crystal rock, clear crystal. And it's, it has a, a huge weight, so it's pulling your tailbone, and you really feel that. And as I say that, you imagine that weight pulling on you. And you feel your grounding cord, your etheric roots, anchoring into the core of the mother. And you set the intention to connect to her, to connect to her frequency, to ground, to center. And you take another few deep breaths in and out, just centering yourself, connecting yourself with Mother Earth. And then you give thanks to her. It's a very simple procedure, but it's, it works like a charm. You just... Imagine a little sphere the size of a tennis ball at the level of your heart and you start imagining something you can feel gratitude for. It can be your children, uh, your loved ones, your puppy, Mother Earth, beautiful sceneries, anything that makes you generate that feeling of love and appreciation. And when you feel that for a few seconds, you set the intention and then you blow that energy, that frequency into that sphere the size of a tennis ball, an etheric sphere. And then with the speed of light, you drop that sphere of gratitude deep into the core of the mother and you release it and you wait. And after a few times doing this protocol, this process, you will allow, you will get your thinking out of the way and you will feel the response of Mother Earth. And usually you will either see a nice color it could be the blue, cobalt blue of Mother Earth. could be another color. Or sometimes you can really feel that energy, the, the yin energy of Mother Earth, coiling up through your uh, spinal cord or rising up through your feet and your legs. And it's a very warm and sometimes even chilly energy. It depends on your vibrational state. But just allow that response of you sending gratitude to the Mother and allow it to flow through your body and activate the chi, the life force energy expanding and rippling through your sphere of existence. It's a very beautiful thing you can do in about two minutes and it, re it will revitalize you and, and rebalance you into the now, into the present moment for you to go back to whatever you were doing before. Now you say you have a, um, a meditation on that? Mm -hmm. uh, if you go to uh, Mill Meditations, Meditation, Integration, Liberation, to the channel, if you scroll through the videos, um, the first one is about earthing and grounding and connecting your frequency to the core frequency of Mother Earth. It's a very powerful uh, meditation that you will really, if you do it all the way, you will really feel that shift in your body, in your energy field. And once you do it a few times and you know what that feels like, then you can just by setting the intention, regenerate or recreate that frequency quite quickly within your body. I'm just looking at the, I, I'm on your site and the YouTube site, in Meditation, Integration, Liberation, and you do have quite a number of uh, videos up now. You're doing well. well. I'm stepping out, finding out just, you know, one, uh, one a week, and... Uh, Eventually we'll get there, but I share what I think can be of benefit for others, and I hope um, people will enjoy it and they will share it so other people can be helped by them. Let me ask you a question. What What are you seeing um, there in Europe as far as geopolitical? You know, let, let me let, let's just because having you having you over there gives us eyes and ears and a feeling for what. Is happening because yeah. over here you don't it's exactly what you say you don't know because the people that are in the alternative network they are mm -hmm. being told things to create a scenario by the Patriots mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay um, and yet then so that so that it's not them it's they're being played yes then then we get played but the more importantly the dark side gets played mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so even if you're seeing things that seem to be terrible. They're not mm -hmm. terrible. 
it's an illusion. It's all illusionary out there, so, which is why it's more important than ever to figure out who you are <laughs> and yes, to learn discernment, what that feels true and what doesn't. Correct, yes. Yeah. What I see here, most people are in denial because it's too much, it's too painful, it's unbelievable, so they choose to turn their heads uh, towards the mainstream media and just drink the Kool-Aid. This is what I see the majority of people doing. And uh, it's sad, but the program that is running uh, through those people, through the indoctrination, schooling, etc., etc., is so strong that it's kind of hard to override. It's going to take... It's going to take some more time and it's going to take something massive to break um, their stronghold. They have these programs. They are so strong. Whatever you say, the monster can be right in front of them, blowing in their face. And until the monster eats their head off, sorry, you know, to be so graphic, they won't get it. Because just they're, they're like zombies. They do not get it. They can't hear it. They can't see it. They can't feel it. They're numb. They're just repeating the narrative. And they don't ask questions. And if you ask them the question, yes, but this does not make sense. It's like we all know that one and one is not four. Yes, but it's okay because they told us it's four. Yes, but don't you wonder why you are saying something that you know is not true? No, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to go there. So I've seen this a lot. And it's... uh, it's mind blowing to see this the, the the ignorance and the it's like total oblivion freaky and um but i I always feel that don't push against because if they don't want to, if they are so programmed and so asleep, whatever you give them, they're gonna spit it out and i've tried I've tried to give I've tried to talk sense into certain people, but mm, there's no um positive reaction it's just not taken in it's like you give them the potion you want to give them the medicine it's like somebody who's hungry you give them a loaf of bread and they just they can't see that you're handing they think you're giving them poison so they're not going to eat it you see i'm so glad we did this show because i i i'm absolutely convinced that we as teachers have Mm -hmm. to change our mode of trying to teach and I think mm-hmm. that what is not, I don't, because you're, you, what you described is exactly what you see over here, too, for some people. Um, I think that the important thing for people to do when they're interacting with, you know, the ones that are still asleep or whatever, is to ask them questions about themselves at a very deep level, to get them to think about themselves, because the only way that we're going to, and I agree with you, um, the delay that is, is seemingly occurred, I got the download that there's not enough people awake yet, which kind of amazes me because I thought, you know, well, what, we got three quarters of the people? That's not enough. <laughs> What's happening here? Who's doing this? Yeah, they're and, supposed to save 144,000. It's like, come on. If it was that, we'd be like in heaven already, you know, heaven on earth. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> but we are, we are in a situation where it doesn't, it's not going to do any good to try to point these things out. The best nope. thing you can do is love them and try to draw them in. You know, it's yep. like we've got the better reality here. And we've got to make people understand, because if, if we're like, you got to listen to me, you're going to kill us all if you don't listen. If we're doing that, well, we're just, you know, perpetuating that kind of energy. If we just say, you know, how are you doing today? You know, did you have a good day? What do you, what did you do today? If you ask them the questions that make them focus on themselves, perhaps we can kind of like trip the switch so that they begin to think about who they are because nobody asks anybody that you know those questions in my opinion i totally agree because whatever you resist persists so if we stop fighting it and we that's why i I called the channel meditation integration liberation we got to integrate both sides of the polarity and i feel that that is the solution because by pushing against when did a war ever really create positive results the people who are fighting the war usually end up dead. 
Well, we're so, so we're so strong we don't have to go to war. Yeah. You know, we can do it in a different way by 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 like you said, you know, rippling out sparks of these little sparks that hopefully will chip off those um, chains or break those chains so they can see and feel and sense the truth again and go back to being their true core human self, uh, extensions of source energy and and be vessels of light again. And if we do all, if we can all do that, then we can create harmony and um, yeah, beautiful reality based on love and communion. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for this show. I really, really am excited about it. I see a great potential <laughs> here. And um, so you want to say good night to the people or good day? <laughs> yes, good night, good day, good morning. I hope you all have a fabulous week. And uh, I'm going to whip up some nice dinner for my son. God bless you all. So there you have it, a special presentation, Cosmic Reality Radio with Catherine Dando and Nancy Hopkins. Be safe. Have a great day.